Promotional consideration paid for by the following. There's a war going on in the streets. It's the War on Thirst. Sprunk is winning the War on Thirst with the new grenade-shaped can. Hey, yo, pull the pin and blow your thirst right off in that brand new taste explosion. Boom! Now that's the sound of refreshment. Sprunk, go AWOL from the Cola Wars with an energizing mix of lemon, lime, ten times the caffeine and sugar. Plus, mercury and benzene for that extra pop. Yo, it'll bring the temperature right up. And the bubbles. Other beverages use carbon dioxide. But use ether to kick up that phase. Thanks to all that mercury, you won't remember anything that tasted so good. Now pick up a Sprunk Thermal Nuclear six-pack. Kill thirst and liven up the party. Toss your friends a Sprunk in the grenade-shaped cannon into the Sprunk sweepstakes where you can win a real case of grenades. Sprunk, blow your thirst right off in that brand new taste explosion. Shut up and sit down. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Third Shift, episode 333. It's an episode of threes. You got to think of some kind of three theme for it, Eric, so we don't drop the ball on this one because it's 333. And if we had time to properly plan this out, plan this out even, I, I'm going to leave that in because it's so properly unplanned and unproperly planned. That's this episode. That's the whole thing. It's taxes. We're at the third hour trying to record stuff. It's nuts, but I'm me, the funky leader, the greatest man who's ever lived. It's me, it's Matt. With me, as always, is the light bearer, the light bringer, the light bearer, bringer, the beast master, third shift. It's Eric, and he's here to tell us how his nap was. How was, how was your sleep, Eric? Because you just woke up and rolled out of bed. How was my sleepy sluice? Hey, everybody, I'm just waking up from our little sleepy poos. We've had five hours of sleep. I was up all night rocking and rolling, doing some work. It's tax end time. They decided to, this was going to be my overnight shift, so... It's been miserable. I don't do well on it. I never have. I never do. And I'm not doing well this time either. I feel like I might be getting sick. I haven't played any video games. Haven't even watched any shows. I've basically just slept. I've slept and then, of course, cooked dinners and, you know, taken care of the house, that kind of thing. And I went to work. So this week's, as you can imagine, just wild. Nuts. Crazy. Bananas. I don't know what day it is. I, like, I keep getting confused because, you know, the mix between going in one day and coming out the other, it's throwing me off. I keep wanting to say it's Thursday, but it's Wednesday. And then doing this show right now is not helping me at all with that. That's for sure. <laughs> it is funny. I got your total sheets and I have to like retro backdate them a day. I'm like, have all the sheets for the week. And I'm like, putting them in order. Do, 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 do. And then Eric's like, this is from two days in the future, but it's no, no, it's the day in the past. Oh my God. Eric, what, what a day? pain in the ass. Eric, what day is it? I don't know. I can't. My <laughs> internal <laughs> clock is destroyed right now. And I have a really good one. So it, I don't know. It throws off my equilibrium, everything. And then you have people like Howard, who has his own special total sheet, and he has the date at the top. But then in the much bigger slot has the mail date, like the date he dates the pre sort slips mm-hmm. for. So I have it like, I have three like. 125 slips, but it's for the 21st, the 22nd, the 20th. I was like, this is just, this is another thing. It's another straw on the back of this already broken camel. I'm, it's already snapped in half. I can't do more than this. And then he's putting more on top of it. But anyway, there was anything else for your oh, fun week? Oh, goodness. Eric? I mean, we said we were going to do it in threes. So no games, no anime, no life. There you go. That's three. Perfect. That's three things <laughs> that happened to me this week and that have been done this week. That's it. That's awesome. what's happening. What about you, man? What's going on? Well, here, I'll continue the theme of threes and, and add a note here to myself so I don't forget it. I have played three games this week, the first of which was Undertale, which I play on my Steam Deck at work on lunches here and there in like 15-minute little spurts. I played some more today, 
it's been it's like I said, I'm going through that pacifist run, so it's kind of weird. Like fighting some bosses, I lose to them and get captured and sent away. But I don't know if I was supposed to or I was supposed not to, because the way the the combat quote fingers works and the way you have to just dodge the the stuff they throw at you, it's very strange. It's very weird. But I am liking my time with that game. The characters so far are fun and goofy, but I don't really know what the I mean, I know there's like some deep, dark lore to it and stuff. I don't know if I'm going to see it or get to it in the pacifist playthrough. I don't know. But it's just kind of like a weird, hey, you're wandering around a weird old monster world. (laughs) Whoa, look at you go. Look at all these crazy characters. And I mean, it's fun, but I'm just like, okay, well, I'm I'm doing it. It's kind of neat. So it hasn't like hooked me yet, but it is at least interesting, especially the, the way you interact during combat, the way you avoid enemy attacks, and then the way you interact with the enemies. That's still fun, so I'm still liking that. Uh, the other game that I've played not very much of this week is God of War 2018, since I beat 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim, got back into that a little bit. And I hit the spot where you talked about, where you go into the portal, and you come out, and it's literally been 15 seconds of gameplay, essentially, but it's been like an hour or however long. Really good scene, and that's what made you fall in love with the game. I think the part for me that... It really kind of just hooked me just enough was just before that, you know, you're activating all these light bridges and stuff and you, you do something and it activates a big light bridge. And I don't remember what Kratos said. Atreus is like, wow, we did it. And he's like, he says something like, Hey, now we can continue on and, and do, it's kind of like encouraging. Yeah. And Atreus goes, right. And then he goes, expect resistance. And you hear Atreus's voice. It's the same line, but his delivery goes from right to Right. And I'm like, that's perfect. That's that's it. Like, he was with you, and he got you excited, and you could feel this, like, father-son moment. And then he turns into Kratos again, and you could feel just Atreus just go, ugh. Mm-hmm. And not, like, over the top, but it was just it's that perfect, like, oh, you raised my hopes and dashed them quite expertly, sir. It was great. Yeah, you'll you'll see a bunch more stuff like that, too, throughout the game, obviously. The, the, the father-son relationship, the awkwardness of it all, and... Just some stuff that Atreus goes through. It's just ridiculousness and fun, and you're going to hate but love it, I think. (laughs) And then the only other game I played this week was Fire Emblem Engage, which I've been playing quite a few sessions of. I mean, I don't know why, because I feel like I should be too burned out to even play that. But I think when I sit here in this chair with my nice, beautiful big screen in front of me, and I hit start on the Switch, my screen is so bright. That game is so bright and colorful. Like, it's literally, like, dazzles my eyes. And I think it kind of pulls me out of the funk for a little bit. Like, all these crazy colorful characters. I just met an assassin who has, like, pink hair with stars all in it and huge boobs. And she's, like, the craziest, goofiest character I've ever seen. And it's, it's I don't know, it's it kind of energizes me for that little bit. And then I go, all right, I'm back alive. Oh, wait, I got to go to bed and go into work early and have a miserable time. Great. But the game is a lot of fun. I'll talk a little bit more about it on the Watch Plane when we record that very shortly. Ha <laughs> ha! When we do that, because I made a mistake in that game, but I think I'm just going to stick with it because I'm having fun. I'm just having fun. And it's bright and colorful and cartoony, and I don't need to have a stressful time with it. But that's what I did this week. Those are the games. I played games this week. You know what? I'm glad and I'm proud of you. You got three games in this week. You're keeping with it. And I'm going to keep with it here. We don't have video game releases this week, but we're going to talk for three minutes about one particular video game that did release this week. And that's Forspoken from the uh, Luminous Studios Square Enix team that uh, did like FF15, uh, I believe. They're responsible for FF15, yeah. which I very much enjoyed. 
Matt's showcasing it right here. He's got it in front of him. He's got all the goodies, the steel books and the fancy pants things. Oh, yeah. He he was sold. He played the demo and was sold. I played the demo and was on an on-watch status. was like, this could be good. This could not be good. Well, the verdict has come out, and it's 100% split. Holy old hell, Matt. All over the freaking place. Yeah. People either like want to say this game's trash and should just burn in a fire, and then there's people who are like, no, nah, no, nah, it's actually a fun, decent game. I don't know what to think. It's crazy. I feel like this is 100% going to be a Saints Row or High on Life scenario. Because, I mean, both of those games I played last year, loved them. And then I saw horrible reviews for both of them. And then a couple outliers going, hey, it's actually pretty fun. It's actually kind of thing. If you don't focus on the two things, the two clips that are going around on Twitter, and actually play the game, it's a lot of fun. Like, I, I listened to the IGN review. They didn't like it very much. I listened to the Easy Allies review, who are the former... I think game trailers guys and their review was actually really good. So I'm excited to play it. Like I was excited to put it in my console, like right now after we're done with this and, and install it and boot it up. Cause I just got my hands on it yesterday. So I'm, I'm excited to see, I still have faith. You know, I've seen some of the late game traversal spells and mechanics. Those still look fun. The combat that I played in the demo was still a ton of fun. So even if the story's meh, even if the characters are meh, if I can run around that world and have fun combat, even if the enemies are meh, if I can do cool stuff, which I was just on, what is his name, Gene Park's Twitter account, uh-huh. he was showing some late game stuff, doing slow motion dives and doing flips and all these cool abilities. That's what I'm looking forward to. And see, that's what I saw. As I saw someone, I don't remember who it was, maybe it was this individual, but they put up, they said, hey, are, but are the reviewers actually playing this game right? And he showcased like the combat as a pro playing it. And there was just it was spectacle after spectacle after spectacle in the combat. And it was just beautiful to look at. And he was just flawlessly switching through all the different elements. Because there's different, you'll get fire elements, uh, earth elements. Um, I don't remember what the others are off the top of my head, to be honest with you. But I know there's four. There's four different elements that you get. But the down part is, is you get them throughout the game. So it's given to you a chapter versus chapter versus chapter. And that part does suck to me. I would I would love to just have it. Not, it doesn't have to be all up at front like the demo, but like pretty f- early in the game. So that way I can choose what I want to be because your skills already start to unlock. But you can't use your points on anything but what you have currently. So if you start blowing all your points in like the bullet one, which is the first area you know, set of magic you get, and that doesn't end up being what you liked, it's, you wasted all them skill points to level that up. So that part's weird to me, but I can get over that. But uh, the combat looked good. Uh, the and, and the vistas. The vistas looked good to me they looked solid to me mm-hmm. and a lot of reviews were saying that it was really bland or, or bleak so i don't know if they meant bleak was was why it's bad to them but bleak can be awesome bleak can be really cool depending on what you're going for in a game i mean i'm 100 percent with you when i see it i mean granted I've, I've seen a lot of the twitter accounts put like the the side by side oh look the graphical downgrade from you know the pure cgi trailer alpha release not in-game footage to what's actually in-game which yes that's why you don't trust cg trailers etc cetera, etc cetera. but i mean just whenever i see it it looks like a beautiful world that i want to go jump around and do all these cool things in and i mean yes it is bleak but that's part of the story because it used to be this big lush beautiful world and now it's being corrupted by the outside forces or whatever it is that happens in the story that i'm not 100 percent sure of yet but i mean like that's kind of the point 
this should be full of towns and tr- creatures and trees and all this stuff, and it's not. Well, because it's destroyed. That's why you're here to save the world. If the world looks fine and perfect, then it doesn't need saving. You yeah, know exactly. And of course, you're Frey, a uh, New Yorker who's just a troublemaker. You get uh, whisked away to this destroyed, vacant world that's had uh, some kind of plague or whatever that's destroyed everybody and everything. And that's where the story sets off. And then the other last part about this is the Cuff, whatever his name is, and Frey, they talk to each other and they quip and go back and forth all the time. And that's what Matt was referring to earlier with the Twitters. Is Everyone's like, look how cringe this is. Ah! And then it's got them like just going back and forth, being complete a-holes to one another, which is basically what they do throughout the entire game. Once again, there's a couple of them where I, I do go, eh, this weird and whatever. But there's also some that I thought were clever, funny, fine, nothing wrong with it. And to boot, you can turn it way down in the uh, menu systems so you don't actually have to listen to them if you don't want to anyway. Or you can turn it up high. Yes. I saw that on yes, Gene Park's can. Twitter account too. We were like, you can turn it down, but can you turn it up? And he went, hell yeah, you can. I'm like, man. That's all I want to play on is just yapping yep, the sax. Never, never stops talking. Some Twitter reply to that said they should have an ultra where all the voice lines just talk over each other and it's just nonstop talking. You know what? I'd do it. I'd do it for five minutes. Why not? But we could go on forever. There's there's so much to say, so much to talk about with this game. Uh, good, bad, whatever. I haven't played it yet except for the demo. Same with Matt. I'm sure he's going to get to it this week, though. So we'll get more on that later when we can actually talk about it knowledgeably. I'm still up on the fence whether I'm gonna get it or not. Uh, I keep I keep looking at it in the you know the, the PlayStation Store, so uh, maybe I'll wait for Matt to give me a couple you know smidgens of you know hey this is actually super amazing or eh, maybe you know whatever it's good but don't worry about it. We'll see. But there you go, folks. Four Spokens out out in the wild. Lots of opinions, so check them out for yourself for sure. Speaking of lots of opinions, there were so many opinions in the YouTube chat of the thing that we just watched. The Xbox Bethesda Developer Direct. I can't even imagine. Like, I, I put the chat up just... I don't know why. You, you shouldn't have done that. That's always a bad idea. It was the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. But they did go through, I think it was five different games. Minecraft Legends was one. Forza Motorsport was the next one. There was a Stealth Drop, which is the one that I'm excited about yeah. that I'll talk about. There was Elder Scrolls Online, and there was Redfall. So most of those we knew about. And I will say, Minecraft Legends, I don't really have anything to say about it. It looks cool if you're into that. Forza Motorsport is the best looking thing I've ever seen. Yeah, it's insane. It was nuts. It was, I, I, I was kind of just zoning out of my phone a little bit. And every time I looked up, I was like, that's like, that's like real, real. Like, I know we've said that for 20 years of gaming, but like, that looks like real, real. Yeah, I, uh, I, I saw this stuff come on for Forza and I don't like driving games. And this isn't going to change my mind. I'm not at all. Oh, I'm getting Forza. It's not going to happen. But it did make me go, damn. I wish I did like driving games because this is incredible. This looks incredible. It sounds like it's going to feel incredible. The procedurally generated clouds and weather system and all that. The ray tracing they're talking about. The the whole paint. Or they're like, the paint we've done. Actually, we've, we've made it so that the, all the flakes and the metals are all accurate to what real paint is. And on top of that, it will reflect accordingly depending on whether it's the mate, gloss, blah, blah, blah. And then on top of that... They're like, oh, and when you get dirt and debris, it's going to accumulate in low-pressure zones. It's going to actually look like your car would if you were going off-road or hitting puddles, etc., etc. And then just the gameplay itself. I mean, them zooming around on these maps and them talking about how they went to all these different locations and had like actual 
you know, visual scans of the terrain and then had that put into the system so that way you have the most realistic looking bushes, uh, ground, ground specs, etc., all that good stuff. It was just beyond crazy to me where freaking driving games are going and how this is all panning out because I remember playing Rad Racer on Nintendo, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Me and Rad Racer. And I thought that was the cat's meow. And here we are today with this. I'm like... You kids don't even know. You don't even understand where we're at. I mean, I remember Grand Theft Auto 3 and 4 on the PlayStation 2 and 3. I can't remember exactly where the where the line crossed there. But I remember, you know, you'd play it and it would look like a racing game. But then you'd watch that replay in, like, cinematic mode. And that looked like the realest car stuff I've ever seen. I guarantee if I watched that now, it would look like the absolute worst thing. It would look like Rad Racer actually looks in my nostalgia brain. You know what I'm saying. But... I, I couldn't believe it. Every time I looked up, I went, damn, that's just, it's insanity. It looked like real life. But next up is the one I said, that's the one I was most excited about, a mystery game. And they said, hey, here's from the creators of The Evil Within and The Evil Within 2. Really good series. And they had Shinji Mikami live up there, and I went, what is this? And they revealed Hi-Fi Rush. And as soon as I saw that character bounce up, he bounced up out of the thing, and I saw that big old open world. And the cartoony visuals, I said to myself, this looks like Sunset Overdrive, a criminally underrated game, which I talked about all last year when I played it. And it hit all those same vibes. I'm not even going to get it into the main gameplay thing first, but you got your double jump, you got an air dash, he's bouncing around on stuff, he's got cool abilities and cool flashy attacks, and the boom, the sound effects are up on the screen just like Sunset Overdrive. And I got so hyped, and I went, God, yes, I can't wait for this. And then they revealed the gameplay hook, which is that the whole world is connected to the background music and all your attacks and all the enemy attacks and all the motion in the world, the traps and the doors and the elevators and the way things move. It's all on beat with the background music. It was weird because when I saw it at first, I couldn't see it. And as soon as they said it, I could see it and I could feel it. And my toes started tapping. So all for that, like, 10 minutes, however long that presentation was, five, seven minutes, whatever it was, my toes were just tapping the whole time. And they said, yeah, your attacks go on the beat. And then, doom, 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 doom. And they hit with my toes that are tapping right now to the exact same way. And they showed off the little beat markers if you're not very good. And I was like, my toes are already tapping. I've got it. And I could feel my thumbs going. And then they showed all the other characters. My toes were just tapping to the music the whole time. And I went, this feels... So good. It feels so right. I'm going to love this game. I'm going to play the crap out of it. And the best part is I don't even need to wait because it's stealth dropping tonight on PC, on Xbox, available via Game Pass. Also, I wrote, wow, and I put exclamation marks after it. As soon as this is done, I'm putting Forspoken in the PS5, but while that installs, I'm going to go over to the Xbox, and I'm going to install Hi-Fi Rush, because this game looks like everything that I want it to be. Cell-shaded graphics look awesome. The music sounds great. Just the moving and the grooving, that's... Wow! What can I say but wow? This is a game that's made for me. I'm pissed. I'm pissed. So <laughs> mad. I am mad, Matt. I am so mad. This... This trailer started, he bopped up through that roof, and I went, oh, I love this. This looks gorgeous. This looks gorgeous. And he started running and jumping on the platforms, and I went, 
This is what I'm talking about. I got a cool-ass melee guitar weapon. I'm platforming. I want a good platformer. This sounds, this looks, feels amazing. You said the booms and the bops, the comic book zone kind of thing was happening. I went, yes. Oh, I like it. I like it. And I saw, I saw, I saw up in there. I saw the little thing. I was doing the little thing. And I went, that don't look, that don't, I don't like that look. I played a game. I played a game. It was Metal Hellsinger that I also wanted to love. And I loved, and I loved the music was so gorgeous and wonderful, but I couldn't play it. And I went, is this, is it? Is it? Sure enough, man. 40 more seconds in. Guess what, folks? You got a hit to the beat. And I went, ah! There was no beat. There was no tapping of my foot. I don't got the beat. I don't got the rhythm. I don't... No! Oh, I'm so sad. You can't even understand. I went, this is this was a game for me. It's me. It's a game for me. No, it's not. No, it's not. I can't play it now because the beat. I can't play the games with the beat. I mean, they did say that the attacks kind of sink naturally to the beat a little bit. So maybe there's a slider on there for like a little bit more beat help, yeah. a little bit less, you know, fr- free wheeling. This will be one of the only games ever that I will play in easy mode or whatever you want to call it. I'll just go, because I, you know, I got Game Pass too. And I'm, naturally, I'm going to go download this anyway. Yeah, yeah. Just to go check it out. So if I can, and they say, hey, are you just a dumb dumb? Push this mode. And you could just attack, and and it'll just give you the beats. And I'll go, yes, and I'm gonna do that. And I'm just gonna play it as a you know adventure platforming type game and enjoy the hell out of it. I I got my fingers crossed that that's the case because your team members seemed really cool. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was just like, oh my gosh, look at the just the 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 the, the energy that was coming off of them. You know, I just I was pumped up. I was just like, this just looks like just so much fun. And then it reminded me of. Um, of uh, uh, what's the game? No more heroes, you know, with the bosses and everything, yep, yep, you know, yep. all going on, and I was, I was just impressed, impressed all over the place. And of course, I loved Evil Within and the creator, you know, it's, it's fantastic, man. It was absolutely fantastic, and this is where I'll say this is why having the chat up was the worst thing ever. There was one other person in there who, as I was typing, this feels like Sunset Overdrive. He put in there, this looks like Sunset Overdrive, and literally every other person in there was posting L. L, lol, what a baby game. This would be cool if I was like 11. So I don't know why it is, but I guess cel-shaded art styles are still, I'm an elitist and I have to have the highest graphics and this is for children. That part made me sad. But then I went, disregard, Matt, and I... I enlarged it, and I got in there, and oh, it just looks so good. Like you said, the energy of your friends, the way they come in, like on the combo attacks, the like you said, the physical energy of that, like mm-hmm. boom, bash, and the, the styles of the boss characters, oh, No More Heroes, Sunset Overdrive, Jet Set Radio kind of influence, it just looks phenomenal. I can't wait to play it. Yeah, I'm, I'm stoked to download it and check it out, and hopefully as well, play this game. Get me out of oh, my funk's almost gonna end anyway because Dead Space comes out tomorrow as well. So you got to stream that, dude. You got to play it on I, the stream. You know, I might have to break for that one. I, I can't. <laughs> Come on, the, dude. I got. I got to play this game. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, Eric, you could if you just stream. You realize that? No, shut up. Just stop. I'll just say one bullet, one bullet, one bullet, one bullet, one bullet, one bullet. One bullet, one bullet. Yeah, exactly. So of course, moving on from that. Hopefully, we both enjoy. Elder Scrolls Online, no Chrome, Matt. I went, okay, we always see something about Elder Scrolls Online. First off, I didn't know it was free to play. Yeah, same. So that was a surprise in and of itself. I went, this game's been free to play? I could have just downloaded this and checked it out just for funs and giggles. Yeah. 
I'm an idiot. What am I doing? So that in it right there, I was like, okay, I need to get this put on the PC and just check it out for the sake of checking it out. You know, I'm, I used to, I love MMOs. In my, heart, in my heart of hearts, I do. And then, Matt, they were, of course, going on no Chrome, this and that and this and that. And then they went, hey, but you know what else we're going to do? All the DLC that we've ever put out, and this apparently is where they get you. This is apparently where they've been charging you, is you can't play anything but the main unless you buy all the DLCs. Not anymore. They're free. All the DLCs they've ever put out for this game are now free to play along with the base game. So you can go download it and play everything there is to play in Elder Scrolls Online right now. That's crazy. That's insane. I can't even fathom. That You could play that for years. Yeah, like you said, I had no idea it was free to play. Obviously, I'm not an MMO guy, but it's free to play. So why wouldn't you at least try it? And you said you get all the DLCs for free. And then the other thing that kind of... Maybe it's just me, but it perked up my ears. Is he said, "Hey, all the areas, every single place you go, nothing, nothing's level gated. You can just go explore the entire world." And I went, "You know, maybe I'm not an MMO guy. I'm not going to go grind and do dungeons and raids and all that stuff. But if I can go into Elder Scrolls Online and just explore this crazy world and go find towns and stuff, obviously it's not the same as Elder Scrolls. But when I looked up, everything looked beautiful." Everything looked amazing. So if I could just make a little character and doopy doop elf around and just that's stuff I love to do. That's what I love to do in Elder Scrolls anyway. It's just roam around and what's what's over there. Well now I have all these regions and all these DLCs and all these areas. I can just go explore. The two of my heart's content for free. So just like you said, I'm gonna put it on this PC and I'm gonna at least try it out. And if I like the combat or don't, at least I have this giant world and all these realms to explore beautiful things to see. That's going to be a ton of fun. And then on top of it, if you get invested, the Nochrum uh, DLC or whatever is going to apparently be bringing back locales and, and stuff from you know the Elder Scrolls Morrowind and Oblivion. So all that nostalgia is going to get fed into your system with this brand new DLC because you're going to be able to see these different locales and environments and places and things that you got to experience in these solo campaigns for those other particular titles that were released, of course, you know, Dogs Age ago. So it's... Definitely, I think, worth checking out. And I, I don't know. I don't know why. I just never to know. I never even crossed my mind to play. You know, it's always got them freaking 20-minute clips mm-hmm. at the big shows that you're just like, okay, okay. I mean, it looks nice, but I don't really care at all about this game. You kind of just always file it away. as oh, It's a game I'm never going to play. Yeah. But now it's free, and you can do it, like, right now. Yeah, and, and play all of it. Even if you don't like it, you at least tried it, and now you can say, okay, it's just a game I don't like. Not just, uh, it's just one of those games I'll never play. I'll, I'll just never play it. Exactly. So, very, very impressed with it, uh, and definitely cool if you love MMOs. If not, just check it out. You got nothing to lose. It's free on Game Pass. Yeah. And last up, I'll admit it's the game that I started falling off from. I think my, my high from... Hi-Fi Rush was kind of dipping down, and I was getting back into low-energy map mode. But it was Redfall. They showed off some stuff about Redfall, talked all about side quests and and main quests and all kinds of stuff. I'll admit I kind of zoned out a little bit. But when I looked up, what I saw looked good. I mean, it looks like an Arcane Studios kind of game. It has that same feel. For me, I want more, like, this will sound stupid because they showed gameplay, but I want more, like, real gameplay. You know what I mean. Yeah, well, we'll jump right into it because they're, they're trying very hard to get away from it being, like, Left 4 Dead. They keep saying it is not like Left 4 Dead. It is not like whatever, No More Blood, whatever. Back for Blood. Back for Blood. There you go. It isn't like those. But I don't know, man. It just, even with this gameplay today, it looks like it's a hybrid. Yeah. It looks like it has that, but they swear that it's more like a Far Cry or 
or that type of game than it is the other. But I need more, Matt. I'm the same boat. Like I want to like this game. Mm-hmm. It's got uh, the loot system. It looks like it looks like it's got the different loot, uh, blues, greens, etc. And... When they popped in and you see the, your guy down in the corner and he had all the skill trees branching oh, out. That was looking amazing. That yeah. scratched my itches. I was like, ooh, show me more of that. And then they went away from it. Just like I said, I, I want to see more raw gameplay because you know they showed him going through the house and it was it was mouse camera movement of just. He, I am showing you the thing on the wall. It's not like raw gameplay running around. That's that's what I always need. I just need more of that because there's a lot of stuff in here that I am interested in, that I am excited about. But I gotta see it like in action and flowing and zooming. Yeah, and are there a lot of a lot of locales? Because I can yeah. see me and you loving this if it's like we get out for the night, right? Roll. We got a you know cold beer in hand, and we're going. All right, there's the haunted tree. We're gonna go take down that little area. Kill the mini boss, which, by the way, in a side tangent, I hope those bosses are, are meaty because yeah. they just showed them, just smoking them, and they were dead in like a second. And obviously, that was just the end of the fight. They were just showing you who the baddie was. But the, I, I want, I wanted to see more of that. I want to see what are some of its abilities. Are you actually having to juke and jive lightning, stand on certain things to get out of, you know, uh, acid on the ground? What, what are you doing in these fights? And they showed a couple of abilities, like this one throws out shields and stuff. Mm -hmm. But I want to see those evolve throughout the fight. I want two or three phases when you do finally do this. So you and I got to be strategizing. Okay, we smoked this phase, but oh, the second one, now, like you said, now we're dodging lightning. So we got to plan our attacks. We got to do this. Yeah, yeah. Make sure to throw out the heal on the beginning of the third phase because he's going to do a huge AoE that we can't avoid. That kind of stuff. I want to see that because if it can provide me with that type of gameplay and a lot of different locations for us to have fun in and enjoy, this might be a great title for us to rock and roll with. But if it's more of a just a quick linear go down the path, shoot lots of vampires, beat the boss, head out, you know, and get generic green, blue, purple guns, mm-hmm. but they're just the same, nothing special about them. Same it. gun, but it does just like more two damage. more damage. Yeah, this isn't going to be it. So it's still right there where I'm like, this could be a great title for me and you to play, or this could end up being a meh. We would have probably enjoyed it for a week, but I'm not going to waste my money, even though we got Game Pass, so we're not going to really waste our money. True. So it's a win-win, I suppose, but I want this to be something fantastic. Arcane can do it because they've put out great games in the past, obviously, tons of great games, but I don't know, man. I'm, I'm still right there with you. I'm just watching this and going, I don't know what this is still. No. I need to see more of what this is. I don't know. You just showed me like five minutes, but you still didn't show me what I need to see. So I think overall, I think overall it was a good hit for this developer direct. I mean, I went in with no expectations. I got blown away on one, and then things we liked about two or three or four more. So overall, a success, I would say. What about you out there? In podcast listener land, were you pers- were you one of those people in the chat just posting L and just posting like, oh, lol, PS5 got the exclusives instead of whatever? But you know what? If you are, sure, send me that feedback. But if you're not that guy, send me feedback especially, though. I want to hear what you're hyped for from this. Do you, Hey, are you a Minecraft Legends player? Do you really like that? Was that the thing you were most hyped for? Tell me why it's the best via the email, thirdshiftme at gmail.com, on the Twitter machine at thirdshiftme, and find us on Facebook at Third Shift. Indeed, you can find us over there on the Facebook. It's a wonderful place. You can also go over to Patreon, throw us a tip. That's what we do. We trade like a little tip jar. Like what we hear, five bucks, a hundred bucks, five thousand bucks, maybe a million bucks. Super appreciated. It would be fantastic. Help us keep the lights on forever. We would never shut down. You know what I'm saying? Just never. It wouldn't happen. It's probably not going to happen anyway. But 
you would definitely make sure it does it, and that'd be great. If you cannot throw any money our way, you can go over to Twitch, Prime Subs, they're over there for you. If you got Amazon Prime, all that good stuff, you can also give us mailbag questions. Tell us all about what you like, what you don't like, what you want to hear us talk about, any topics, anything like that interests you. Any and all feedback is fantastic. We really appreciate it. It helps keep the lights on over here. You know what I'm talking about? Mentally and physically. I don't know what the physically part really means, but whatever. <laughs> and of course, you can listen to the very next episode, which will be dropping on or before the 2nd of February, because surprise, surprise, I'll be on a boat when that one drops, or I'll be soon to be on a boat. So it'll be a fantastic adventure with that one. And you can find it on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Poppy, and on Spotify, and on YouTube. And as I always say, hey, if you like what we're doing and you'd like to help us out, please give us a like, a rating, a review, a comment, a subscription, any kind of good thing on any one of those good services. Because it does help us out, and we really do appreciate it. Indeed we do. Those five-star ratings, which I didn't mention yet, and I'm going to mention now, are super appreciated. Go over on to Spotify, go over on to iTunes, give us the five-star ratings, which gets us up in those algorithms, and then everyone's like, ooh, what's a podcast, and that's us, and then whoop, 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 and all of a sudden we're famous, and we're rich, and we're having a blast in the time of our lives, and I'm going to drag this show. i got to drag it for a few more seconds, because we got to end on 333, even though it won't be 333 after Matt edits it, but we got to at least get it to the marks here in the old freaking audacity. Gosh, bless it. We're almost there, Matt. I was going to throw it in there. If you weren't going to say it, I was going to say, and then we got to ramble it up. And I was even going to go and just falsely say, and now it's time we wrap the show up at 33-33, but we still got a little bit more to go, but people won't realize. And I'll throw an ad in, so it'll be longer than that anyway, so it might just be totally thrown off. Who knows? But we got to keep the theme of threes rolling, rolling down the hill like a snowball, getting bigger, rolling stone, gathers no moss. But with that, there's nothing else to say, but don't forget to say. Shut up and sit down.